0: I got nothing. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for our cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. Here
1: in Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray.
0: Got myself a nice little peppermint tea
1: situation over here. It's lovely. I am uncharacteristically beveragelessness. Beverageless. My beveragelessness is uncharacteristic.
0: I hear you. Hmm. I just, I had made one, and I was like, meh. We don't, we don't, we're not really a tea-drinking you know crowd but you know let's you know, let's change it let's shake things up there you go try something new
1: when in rome drink tea
0: okay something or whatever you want whatever it is thanks to everybody who's tuning in on the live stream um but we're gonna focus on you know talking mostly we've been doing a lot of other things though right it's
1: true it's true
0: videos but- video video has definitely killed the podcast star to a certain degree posting a lot of content
1: yeah yeah. It's kind of cool. We've, we've had, um, you've had, I say we, cause you know, <laughs> we take credit for each other's stuff around here cause we're all one brand, but, um, the Royal uh, we, the Royal we, yeah. Has cut out a lot of, um, good sort of few minute long bits out of our body of video work in the last little while. And they're making their way to YouTube. They're doing well.
0: Yeah. So the, um, the conversation we had about the quad, Cortex and the HX and all that stuff has like 2,000 plays. Yeah. 2,000 views on YouTube, which is easily the highest played video on our entire channel. So that's cool.
1: Yep. Threaten the helix, I guess. And all the, all the fanboys yeah, come mean, out, including us.
0: You know, we're being very spicy for yeah, sure. For
1: sure. Clickbait works. But yeah
0: yeah, Other than that, you know, just doing the normal stuff. How has your week gone so far?
1: You know, pretty good. Um, last week I shared about how we were going to do a backyard rehearsal. Yes. Rain, put the kibosh on that. Um, mm. but I did meet up with the boys, uh, down at the brew pub that we are going to be playing at. And we sat outside and had a beer and talked and, uh, made some plans about how we're going to come back strong and how we're going to sort of, um, use this time to rethink one thing we've decided to do and, and, and partially inspired by how you operate is we are going to look out for a, um, uh, road manager, gear manager, sound person to yep. become a member, not like a gigging, a, you know, by gig person, but like a member.
0: Yeah. Like building a team. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, what's your guy's name? Ben, 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 of course, Ben, obviously Ben, we've talked about obviously. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just lost it for a second, but obviously I know Ben. Um, yeah, so I need a Ben. I'm looking for a Ben, and so and any anybody in the Greensboro triad who wants to be my Ben, you know where to find me. Yeah. Um, so Mike
0: but, Shulte, uh tuning in. Uh, "Gods Among Men" was his comment, which I will I will gladly take.
1: Where? Where? Uh, anyway, um, um, that and some thoughts about sort of revamping our set list. You know, I mean, as we sit and look at the historical set list in Band Helper, we've done the same show plus or minus ten or fifteen percent. For our whole time. And, you know, sure. it's just time for maybe a rethink. Some things we obviously got to keep. Others, it's probably time to put on the bench for a while. Um, so, we're going to think all that through. And then we did book a date there um, uh, first Saturday in December. So, hopefully it won't okay. be, you know, I'm hoping for climate change to keep that nice and comfortable. <laughs> 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 rooting, rooting for that. Uh, so, we got some time.
0: actually just... Ben just tuned in and said that just it it must have been burning. I'm sorry, like, Ben. Literally I literally opened it up, and here I,
1: hear yeah, my name. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I do know your name, Ben. I just spaced for a sec because I'm <laughs> old. It happens. Um, anyway, so we're going to take some time between now and then to retool some and rethink some, and yeah, it's going to be very exciting. So, so very it's cool. good to feel connected with the guys again. It's been a really long time.
0: Well, and it's also good to have a plan. It's something you right. know. Right. Totally. There's there's a strategy to put in place and and some. Um, some legwork to be done. Yep. And in this kind of season, that's a great thing to be thinking about.
1: I mean, it is, you know, six months ago, what we said we were going to use this time for, and I haven't, but now, yeah. you know, now we are, we actually, I think because there's a date on the calendar, it sort of changes the feeling. hundred percent, you know, gives us Absolutely. A, something to play for. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Speaking of things that we talked about six months ago, um, tomorrow on the YouTube channel, which is Friday at 8 a.m., um, we are posting the conversation we had about uh self care and mental health, which we actually did record good around that time around April about six months ago okay um and yeah, super important, good to do so yeah
1: <laughs> no um, no less important now than it was in april for sure
0: no and and it's actually quite amazing. i was I was quite uh taken aback by how relevant everything we said still is right so um be on lookout for that if somebody you know needs to hear that kind of thing, be sure to share that with them. Um, you know, we're just trying to spread some, some cheer and that kind of thing. Um, you know, you were talking about stuff getting canceled. Uh, for those of you who have been keeping tabs at home, my entire weekend got canceled. You had two, Uh, two planned. I had two shows planned and we talked about them last episode and both of them got canned. One of them, um, was the Friday night gig hap got, uh, canceled as I was arriving Mm. Uh, and the other one, um, basically, I think while we were recording, uh, the other one fell through. So I ended up playing zero shows as opposed to two shows. I mean, it's a story uh, this year. There there it is. Yeah. Uh, the story with both of them, though, weirdly enough, it's the same story for both. Both of the venues that I was supposed to play at got bought out for private events. And uh, they did not consider that they had already made plans. Gotcha. Um, I got paid for one and not the other, which is fine. Um, the other one was kind of a last minute favor thing anyway. Um, but the uh, the venue on Friday where I actually was like prepared to load in, there was another person already playing. Um, you know, I called the guy who booked the gig and they he called the management and they took care of it. So that's great. Made 150 bucks
1: doing nothing. Which always feels weird to me, but I'm glad when they take care of us, you know, when they acknowledge their mistake and step up.
0: It didn't feel weird at all, didn't it? Okay, that check and it cleared and it was sweet, super. All right, felt normal. Good, all right, great. (laughs) Um, yeah, so that was uh, a bit of a you know, I wasn't too bent out of shape. You know, the the idea behind both of those gigs was to prep for the uh, gigs that I have coming up this weekend and next, which are happening. Um, those. Money has already exchanged hands on both of those deposits been made and that kind of thing. Um, The first one is a wedding uh, on Saturday. That should be pretty low key. It's, I think it's like just two hours straight through um, close to close to home. So should be pretty low stress. The other one's a bit of a ways out. So, but you know, good money. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: And both of them just solo, just you.
0: mm -hmm. Cool. Um, Band stuff. Is we're starting to get stuff trickling in as far as like inquiries, Mm -hmm. uh, some things for the end of this year and then a few things looking towards next year, you know, cautiously optimistic, but if they don't happen, I'm not, I'm not surprised, you know, um, talking about thing, you know, plans that you make and decisions you've made, um, Ben and I have discussed the kinds of shows that we're comfortable doing right now. And if they don't meet that level, we're just going to say, you know, we're not
1: going to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I got to to say no thank you.
0: Yeah, I wanted to take this opportunity to, to tell a fun story um, that I just love about this community. And um, I'm going to do two things. I'm, first thing we're going to do is, I'm going to read uh, a review that we got uh, this week. That I thought was just lovely and I want to make sure that everybody gets to, uh, gets to hear it. And if you want to be featured, uh, yourself, you can leave a review either on our Facebook page or under the podcast platform of your choice. But this one came in, uh, I shared it with, uh, Dan earlier this week. Uh, I discovered the cover band confidential podcast at the beginning of September. So not very long ago. And just this very second, less than two months later, I've caught up on all 124 Dang. episodes. Boom. That's a lot. That's I don't lot. even know if I've listened to my own self that much over the course. of I mean, that
1: what time. that means is that he's hearing our voice in his head, like as he lives his life now. This is we've we've embedded ourselves deeply.
0: Yeah, we are now his internal monologue. That's right. He hears everything in our voices. That's right. That's right. I have learned so much from this podcast. It has reinforced a lot of things that I've been doing well and maybe think more about things that I can improve. I've been recommending this podcast to all my friends in the industry, as well as my bandmates. And I would recommend this to anyone reading this, that this, uh, (laughs) and I would recommend this to anyone reading this that hasn't dug deep into the previous episodes. Keep up the good work. Fletch from wicked truth based in Ontario, Canada. Thank you very much for, uh, for the review. Uh like I said, if you want to hear us talk about you, you can do that by leaving a review yourself.
1: And just to amp that up a little bit, did you go to their website?
0: Uh you know what? I have not yet.
1: WickedTruth.ca. and it's they're good. They're good. I yeah, I, yeah, I can I can back up the um first video on their website, I uh, mentioned the song a little while ago was Panama. And it nice. was uh very, very credible. So yeah. Yeah. Wicked Truth. And Ontario You know what
0: I've really found? I found a lot of peop most of the people that follow us, their bands are good. They do. Yeah. It's true that's I don't think that's you know coincidental probably not so um but in in relation to the whole community thing uh I had a uh, a band leader from Chicago re- uh, reach out to me saying that he needed a guitar player for a series of gigs he's got um he actually asked hey are you available he asked me if I was available on the 24th and the 31st which were literally the two dates that I've already got booked so right. I was like sorry I'm not but um one of them is right outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee. The other one is a bit north of here uh, in Georgia, but like up in the mountain area. I got two different guitar players from two different states to fill in for that guy's band who's based out of Chicago. Nice. So one in Nashville and one of my guys. So um, small world. But, um, you know, happy... To, uh, to spread, spread the good, the good word around. Absolutely. And, uh, get you guys, get you guys paid. Absolutely. That's
1: what we're here for. We're here to get you guys paid. Listen, if you're not getting paid, we're not doing our job.
0: Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, things are, I feel like things are moving and shaking. I feel like we've got, we got a little, we got some wind in our sails and, uh, things are, things are doing well.
1: Yeah. 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 Things are, um, I don't know if it's actually getting any better out there in the actual world, but, uh, I'm more positive than I have been. So,
0: you know, we've got some, um, we've, we've got some time ahead of us, you know, we'll have to see, you know, what the weather looks like this year. Like it was cold down here for a little bit, but now it's like back in the eighties. So, um, you know, other than rain being a factor, there's been a lot of like a lot of outdoor stuff going on. I know there's like tons of like live music in our area playing in the evenings.
1: So yeah, it's all good things. Yeah. I will say we've had three brew pub brew pubs close here in the last couple of weeks. Mm. And all of them were ones that did music in some way. Um, One of them, it's been a while. It was um, the place I was doing the trivia every week. Yeah. They haven't had music in a while, but having them close their doors is tough. And then another place that was trying to get some music going and had some stuff happening there finally closed. and then. but uh, a, th- a third one that didn't really, but but they were p- prominent in town. So I think there's one of the things I noticed here, and I don't know if it's any other market, but in the last three four years, there's been a brew pub frickin' explosion. Yeah, and you know this this time of the world is obviously they're gonna consolidate and contract, and that's part of what the market's gonna look like going forward. I think so. Um, yeah, know that. I mean the the market is if you experience
0: any kind of boom there will be some sort of course sure. correction well especially you know, when
1: is, like the viral situation of the world course corrects you yeah. what are you going to do right
0: um yeah you know quibby shut down
1: quibby i mean
0: i mean if if quibby can't make it, it says i mean you
1: can quibby did you ever use quibby did you ever go there no no me neither it would it really like it's it, our fault it's what it's what it comes down to
0: it's 100% well it's it's not 100% our fault but i think I think the the idea has legs. I think it's a combination of overcapitalization and bad timing. So they ended up like, you know, pulling in what 1.7 yeah. 1.5 billion dollars in in venture. And then you know, they they basically were giving 10-minute shows to anybody yeah. who came up with a concept yeah. on, you know, on the drive over to the meeting. Right. Um and then people stopped commuting. You know, I think they were really like banking on, you know, train people, people on trains and buses watching their things. And we all were stuck at home. So we watched our actual TVs instead of right. you know staring at our phones. Right.
1: So. Right.
0: Oh, well. Too
1: oh, bad. Well. Netflix is killing it. So.
0: Pour one out for Quippy.
1: Nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or don't. Yeah. So, uh. Are we ready to
1: just... All right, let's jump in. Let's jump right in. Let's jump right in.
0: Okay, guys. This is what I wanted to talk about this week. This is something that kind of came into our uh, awareness over the past couple of weeks, but um, really kind of landed pretty hard uh, this past week. So for those of you who follow our situation on social media, uh, we posted a video about how to impress an agent, how to, how to basically get your foot in the door, how to shoot your shot with a booking agent. And I thought that the conversation was super, you know, linear and there was a lot of stuff to work, work with, and it was very informative and, and helpful. So.
1: And we actually you know, ended that, we, we hit, hit hit the stop button on the recording and the stream and we v- like virtually high fived. It was like one of the strongest episodes we've done in a while. We felt really good. about Oh yeah. It, really good about it.
0: So, you know, we, it became kind of a no-brainer that if we were going to post that, you know, any section of that podcast on YouTube, it was going to be the agent one. Um, So that's what we did. We posted uh, the video and it got a lot of good, it got a lot of good response. It got some good traction, but I posted it over uh, at Cover Band Central and there was a bit of a pile on um, that I wasn't really expecting. And it wasn't necessarily... no one really was critiquing the information because quite honestly, I don't think most of the Hmm. people that were commenting on it even watched it.
1: Right. No, Uh, it was was a response to the headline mostly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And let's, let's get one thing out of the way. I'm 100% aware of the fact that the titles and the thumbnails of these videos are intentionally controversial. That's kind of the point. And if,
1: which is a, which is a one way to say deliberately clickbaity.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. And if it didn't work, I wouldn't do it, right? But the the numbers kind of say otherwise. So um, they're they're here to stay. You're going to see lots of neon colors <laughs> and obnoxious uh, titles. Yep. So, um, but we did post it and got a lot of people who didn't want to take responsibility for whatever reason behind what they were doing or what they weren't doing and how it was affecting the success of their band. So let's take COVID out of the equation. We're not talking about this situation right now. So taking that out of consideration, I wanted to talk about, this isn't really a band thing or a music thing. This is like a psychology thing, but I think it's something that we we need to kind of talk about um, because it will 100% impact your career or your ability to uh, work things out in uh, in the band world. And the concept that I want to talk about is called the locus of control. I heard about this concept uh, from our friend, uh, previous interviewee, uh, Finn McKenty. He posted it on one of his uh, videos a couple of weeks back. But the locus of control is the degree to which people believe that they, as opposed to external forces beyond their influence, have control over the outcome of events in their lives. So locus is a La- the Latin word for location it's basically where does control lie there's and and there's two basic categories there's an internal and an external locus of control so the main I guess nugget of truth in the the concept is that those people who have an internal locus of control uh, feel like they have more control over the ter- how their life turns out versus people with an external one which, tend to uh, blame outside forces as to why they are or are not doing well. And it is a two-way street. It is like a, you know, you, you blame yourself when things go bad or good. So um, what I was noticing in a lot of these conversations though, in a lot of the comments was the, the external locus of control. Like what? Um. Well, that the, you know, I don't work with agents because they're scum or, uh, they're, they're thieves or they're scumbags or uh, they control these venues that I want to play at and I can't play there because of them. Yeah. So that may or may not be relevant or true in their case, but it was a situation where we gave people a really large, like very detailed wealth of information on what they could do. And what ended up happening was, is they looked at that information and went, nope, that, that none of that matters because of X, Y, and Z, because of something else going on. Which really kind of bummed me out because there were multiple actionable things that people could do that wouldn't take more than an hour or so that could greatly increase their chances at doing things yeah. and, and and doing things well. But because of their mindset, they... They, they chose to do nothing instead. Yeah. And that's super frustrating. At least to me, because, you know, like, like, you know, you and I had said, like, there was kind of a home run. Like, yeah. there was a lot of stuff that we could have done with that.
1: Even if you never intended to engage with uh, an agency, right? There was good right. stuff in it about branding and about marketing and yeah. Yeah. You know, so locus of control, how, how much does that um, correlate to Um, that my, uh, preconceptions are not penetrable by new facts.
0: Um, to me, it feels like a, a muscle that can be exercised. Okay. I don't think it's not, it's not a, it's not like an inherent or a, um, a genetic thing. Right. I think it can be, uh, it can be fostered. It can be. Uh, practiced. And I would say that like, I have different loci. Mm. If I'm using the term correctly Latin. of control based on the category of whatever it is I'm analyzing. Sure. So um, I could definitely point to examples in my life where I have had an external locus of control and I have blamed others for things that didn't work out for me. Um, and, and I think that's a choice. I think that's something that you can choose to do. And I think it's an easy way for people to uh, shirk responsibility. You
1: know. Yeah, I think I think when you are engaged in the locus of control being external, it doesn't feel like much of a choice. Right. Um, you know, I think I think that the the fact of it being a choice gets pretty abstract in the heat in the heat of the the blame of it. But it's an interesting thing. So um, your definition again was the degree to which a person. The degree to
0: which. Uh, people believe that they- Okay, all right. So just right there. So
1: just right there. So the crucial word there is believe, mm-hmm. right? It's not like this is true, right? Yeah. Agents may control your whole market and have no, you know, no, 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 no all that stuff. But what, what makes a difference in your experience of life and in the outcomes that you produce is the degree to which you believe that the the control of those outcomes come from you or come from external sources. Exactly. So it's it's not- um, it's not evidence-based. It is an act of faith. Yes. An act of faith. We're always a choice. Right? So, yeah.
0: So, yeah. I mean, I think the 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 big takeaway for me is that people, and, and this has been bored out with loads of empirical data. Um, there was a, they they did research on this where they followed a a core group of people over the course of 30 plus years. So it wasn't like just like a shot in the dark, like you know, small sample size, whatever. And they and they found that people with an internal locus of control tended to be uh, happier, more successful, um, you know, more productive. And people with external locus of control didn't didn't turn out as good, unfortunately. Well, and I think it really Yeah,
1: and it's it makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, why would I try if nothing I do makes any difference?
0: Right. So, you know, for for musicians, it, it makes a lot of sense to, to, to challenge your mindset with this kind of stuff. So if you have ever, and and I'm totally guilty of this, and I think everybody who is listening to this would definitely, you know, could think of a, an example of, um, looking at a, a situation or, um, looking at a goal and, and basically saying, well, that I can't, that's not, that's never going to happen because of X, Y, and Z. And it very, very rarely do people go, that will never happen because I'm not good enough. I'm not talented enough. I didn't work as hard. It's always going to be kind of like, well, you know, the agency or the venue owner's a jerk, or, you know, there's a you know, there's a click with all these bands and that kind of thing.
1: Well, and the thing that really never happens is to look at a goal and say, that's never going to happen because I choose not to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, you Ouch. know, that's, that's like, that kind of honesty is actually really freeing, uh, you know, like, yeah. guess what? I, I get to select the targets I go after. And just cause I had this great idea and it seems really attractive. Yeah. I'm, I'm not electing that path right now. Right. I have, I took a, a course um, similar to Getting Things Done was called uh, Mission Controls. It's kind of a task management training thing um, over a weekend one time. And they had us make lists of everything we ever wanted to do, everything we ever – and it was like a couple hours of writing, right? Everything you ever wanted to do. And then we put them into a doing now, not doing now, and never doing Hmm. lists. And I will tell you, having a never doing list – and the rule wasn't like it's gone forever. You just, you can yeah. just put it out of your mind because you just, it's never There's never going to be a now in any kind of foreseeable future where that's going to be the thing I'm doing. But it's written down, it's captured, it's not going anywhere. You just don't have to have any mental load about it because you know you're not going to do it. Yeah. It's wow. So great. Oh, God, it was so good. Yeah. But that's a lot of times it's like, well, I, you know, that's, that's on my never list because of the way it is out there. Versus like, no, I chose, that's on my never list.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all, it's, it's a priority thing.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: There are, there have been times in my life where like the ultimate goal would be, I want to do nothing but play music. Yeah. I don't think I want to do that anymore. Right. And, and so that would be, you know, make a, make my career out of music is, is, is on my never to do list. Yeah. Yeah. But there are other things that are.
1: Sure. Sure. And listen, by the way, we musicians have particularly well-trained brains for these sorts of things. What it takes to become a competent musician is the ability to say to your brain, no, I am going to keep practicing now. Right? In the face of your body and your mind and your, you know, whole physical limitations. Yeah. Nervous system saying, no, no, I don't want to go on. It's like, no, I have more scales to practice. Like that, that exercise that we've all done, if we're gonna be competent musicians um it it trains something really important in terms of our control of ourselves yeah um also our ability to hang out, hang with tedium um yeah practices tediums you know musicians can handle that
0: well yeah and i think that's a great i think that's a great counter to the whole idea that you know i have an external locus of control because we've already proven ourselves wrong yeah because there were things that we we couldn't do that we can do now that's right based on our hard work yeah. and determination that's right and you know for 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 musicians especially band leaders and and people like us you know it's looking at an it's looking at a situation and going okay if there is some sort of external force that is preventing me from achieving this goal what can i do to overcome that what can i do to work around that what priority can i shift in order to achieve a similar goal that it doesn't involve that like there's so many ways that you can look at a problem and instead of just admitting defeat get creative yeah so um i think an example of that is that there is a series of venues in this area that are for lack of a better term they're they're a bit of a there's a boys club there's mm. a certain group of bands that just play that venue my bands are not on that list um And and there there is definitely some conventionalism that says you know the best bands in the area play at this at this place. Okay. Well, my band doesn't play there. Right. So I could either go, well, you know, they're not going to give us a shot, and da 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 da. Or I can just be like, that's not how I'm going to define success for my for my situation. Yeah. So you know we have almost completely abandoned playing public shows like that, doing bar gigs and that kind of thing because. First of all, it doesn't really play to our strengths and it's not the kind of work that we necessarily want to do. And so we really shifted focus to playing private events and it has been a, it's been a very lucrative choice to have made. And so at this point, you know, if we got approached by them, you know, maybe we, we play there. I don't know. I don't necessarily see a huge upside to doing it other than I guess the validation and, and, you know, playing bar gigs is not a bad thing. It's definitely a way to, um, you know, we've kind of used it as a sales funnel really.
1: Totally. Well, and there's the resume fodder of it, right? If it's known to be some premier place, being able to say you played there, that's not nothing, but if it's not your main market, if it's not your main purpose to exist, like, I don't know why call that success.
0: Right, and you know their clientele may not necessarily have the budgets that you know other places do, sure, which is really what we're looking for we're looking for people who can afford to hire us to play at their houses, yeah, or their private parties and that kind of thing right right so um and and you know there are other bands in our market that are competitors quote unquote right that do the same kind of thing that we do, mm-hmm. you know we could be like, well, you know there's no point in in trying any harder because there are these bands above us and these bands below us. And we're just kind of where we're at. You know, it'd be very easy to just kind of sit there and choose not to innovate and and try new things. Sure. But that would put the locus of control outside, but it's, it's my responsibility to make the show better. It's my responsibility to make the band better to, you know, make new logos and, you know, update the website and make sure that our promo material looks really good and that our video looks good and it sounds good. And those are all things that I have, I totally have control over and, and, and I need to prioritize. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the best thing to do is if there is in fact something that you feel like is out of your control, disregard it and focus on the things you can control yeah or open your perception to what that what your what you have in your, you know, in your realm to to work with.
1: Yeah. I mean the the sort of the my two sort of part part parting shots on this topic, if we're headed okay. headed toward parting. I don't I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Um one is like whether you believe that you are the source of your outcomes or that the world gives you your outcomes, whichever you believe you're right. Yep. First of all. Um and the second thing is, you know, there is a physical world out there. Right, if you're about to step off the curb in front of a bus, your locus of control regarding what's going to happen next really is not relevant, right? There, the, sure. there really are things that happen, but um, it's it's um, in terms of almost everything a human being deals with in life that is not of that sort of consequence. Um, what you bring to it uh, and the experience you cause for yourself around it is more predictive of the outcome than almost anything else. Totally. Yeah. Certainly has been my experience.
0: So my suggestion to anybody who is listening to this and, you know, feeling kind of bristly, (laughs) kind of dig into that. Why do you feel that way? What, what is, what do you, what is a perceived obstacle in front of you in your career, in your You know, in your band success, in your own personal success as a musician, like what's in your way, and then think about what you can do to either, you know, blow through it or work around
1: it. Yeah, and in the way of what, you know, like listen with that venue that you can't break into. Sure, playing that venue is not the goal. There's a reason you want to play that venue. That means something, right? Playing that would would be a mark of something for you, or would be, I don't know. It's not. It's it's for me a goal that I have a hard time attaining. It's almost never about the goal. It's about what the goal would get me. Sure. So like Mm -hmm. there is also an opportunity to push back and think about other ways to get that thing. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess the other thing to say is, is, is is to constantly be thinking now what? Right. So if you run into something, okay, now what? Yep. This didn't work out now. What?
1: Yep.
0: Or this, this, challenge presented itself what are we going to do about it
1: yeah i often allow myself a time box of cursing
0: yeah i think there's a there's a process yeah for sure yeah adversity you know is just going to be a part of it you know sometimes you go into a weekend feeling like you're gonna play, go in there play two gigs and both your gigs you can cancel yeah, yeah now what yeah now what in my case it was eat a chicken sandwich and uh and watch tv
1: and catch a check
0: That was my now what? Love it. And then move on to, you know, more, you know, better paying gigs that have already started paying me. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Very good.
0: Well, that's how I feel about things. Guys, guys and gals, but mostly guys, because we already know. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Uh, great conversation. Uh, you know, we've we've crossed a thousand members in the facebook group we have just been really like i said we got some momentum we got we got the winds to our backs and you know whether things open back up in the near future or not i think we have taken um this time and uh used it as wisely as we can or something agreed but thanks again for tuning in uh if you would like to support us, there are many ways to do that. All of which Dan is about to mention in our outward bumper. But for this week, I'm going to hit ha- <laughs> From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From
1: Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray.
0: You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 125. Have an awesome week.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice, facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com, and consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.